This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning and welcome to the chair. My name is Amy Bauman. I'm with For His Glory Ministry, and this is our weekly teaching. We come together each week figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's word, apply it to our lives, hopefully becoming more encouraged and more like Jesus. But if this is your first time joining us today, I'm so glad that you found us online. I pray that today will be a blessing. So my question for you is, have you ever lost something? You know, deep down, bottom of the couch, back behind the the glove compartment, floorboards, under the bed, you know, you have been looking, searching, trying to find it, and you cannot find it. Unfortunately, my husband loses things, specifically reading glasses, and I see him walking around looking intently, and I just say a little prayer that he'll find it. But I think most of us understand what it's like to lose something. I know for me, I have lost things. Big things, little things, things that weren't that important, things that were devastating to lose. So I think all of us can have that feeling of loss and and wanting to find something and wanting it to come back to us. But for some reason, oftentimes it's hard for us to understand how much God loves us and that he feels the same way when he loses one of his own. We have a hard time understanding why he would chase us down and and look for that one lost because of how much he does love us. And so that's why today I want to look at the parable of the lost sheep and talk about the 99. I have a lot to share with you about this topic, but before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, thank you. Thank you for how much you love us. And I just pray today that you will open up our hearts for what it is that you have for us, but that we can have a better understanding of just how much you love us, that we can remember, that we can kind of equate it to something in our life, something that makes sense, something that we value, that we love, that we hold on to. And if we were to lose that, how devastated we would be. So help us to understand, put it in words that that make sense to us. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you will give me a fresh anointing, that I will speak your truth with love, and that you will open up each one of our hearts for what it is that you have for us today. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you are going to do. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to talk about Luke 
chapter 15 today. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn with me there. It's a short parable, just seven verses. And if you don't know much about parables, parables are a really crucial part of the Bible and make up a, of a lot of Jesus's teaching. And a parable is a tale about a simple, common subject to illustrate a more valuable, bigger lesson. So it's explained, and Jesus did this, he explained a simple story, but when you really unpack it, there's lots of different angles, lots of different ways that you can look at it. And Jesus used parables in a lot of his teaching. And I think the one biggest thing is that this isn't spoon feeding the truth. I mean, these were parables that not everybody understood. He really wanted his followers to really think about it, to really chew on it, to really understand it, to open up their hearts and to look at the many different ways that he was explaining it to them. And, and more importantly, to ask questions. How could it apply to their lives? How could they use it in their own situations? He was a great teacher. And there are so many things that we can learn today from these parables. Now, one thing I want to stress as before I start reading is you have to remember these were written in a different time. If the Lord was here today, he would be explaining it in a way that we would understand. But back then, this is how Jesus used and told his stories so that the people then would understand. Verse 15, now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. So remember what I had said before I read those verses. When we're studying the Bible, we have to understand who is talking, who is writing it out, what's the context of the story, and what does it have in the background for that time period. And we have to realize the context of when it was written and, and understand why he was using sheep. So back in Bible times, sheep were very important. I did some research and the flock was so valuable. The, the sheep and the goats are used for many reasons, not just for food, but for sacrificial purposes. Goat hair was woven into sackcloth that was used for tents and coverings, as well as for some coarse clothing. And then the skin itself was an excellent source of leather. The other thing to keep in mind is that shepherding was very dangerous. 
So the shepherd was in charge of the community's sheep and they couldn't be near the community because that's not where the pasture was. So they were out in the wilderness and they were watching over their sheep and others sheep. So it was an important job as far as he was in charge of other people's property, other people's money. They also needed to protect them from wild animals and potential robbers and make sure that they get enough to eat. Now sheep were mentioned in the Bible over 500 times and so more than any other animal and so this is very important to understand that sheep were a big deal. Now like I said if Jesus came back today he probably wouldn't talk to us about sheep. Not everybody has a sheep. Um, it, it's just contextually it's not going to work. So this was a good reference for people to understand and they could understand about the property of a sheep. They could understand about taking care of a sheep. They could understand about losing a sheep. They understood all of that. So when Jesus starts talking about losing one sheep and leaving the 99 to go chase it down and find it, the audience got it. The audience was right there listening and, and understanding. And, and the importance of going in and finding that one sheep. Just like us today, if you've ever lost your phone, if you've ever lost your car keys, if you've ever lost some kind of money, whether it's actual money or it's a credit card, it's important to find it. You're going to stop everything you're doing and look for that, that one thing that you're missing because it's important to you. I've also had people that have had their animals run away, children run away. I mean, there's all different degrees of something that we lose, but that loss, right, we can relate with today. But even more so, when we started out in verse 1, we have to remember how that passage started. The tax collectors and sinners are who Jesus's audience is, and they were all gathered around him. It was the Pharisees and teachers that, that muttered, this man is eating and welcoming sitters and eating with them. So Jesus was specifically telling this story to the tax collectors and the sinners. This audience was specific. It was not hard to understand the concept of the lost sheep, the loving shepherd, and the remaining flock, and how this was God's heart. God came to seek the lost. And he was explaining that. I would, you would think and see it. He was explaining that specifically to the people that were surrounded him, showing them that they're, they're not devalued that they're not unimportant. And no matter how the Pharisees and the, the Sadducees and the teachers of the law were looking at these people, God sees them, God loves them, and God is willing to do whatever it takes to chase down that one and bring him back into the fold. I think this is one of the hard things for us, though, is to understand how much God loves us and how much he's willing to chase us down, to bring us back, and to forgive us, and to love us, and, and has so many 
promises and plans and a purpose for our lives. And so I think as I struggle with that and see so many people struggling with not understanding how much God loves us, this is my latest book. It's called The Lost Mitten. I, I worked on it with my mom who painted all of the illustrations. She did an amazing job. Um, it's probably one of my most favorite books. I share this with you because this is why I wrote this to explain to a child how much God loves them. So Maggie is the main character. Maggie has a pair of mittens that her grandmother knit for her that she absolutely loves. And her grandmother is no longer with her. Her grandmother has passed away. And so Maggie has, all that she has left of her grandmother are these memories, right? And she talks about the memories in the book, but also these red knit mittens that her grandmother had knit for her. So this was a tangible thing that she could hold on to that was from her grandma. And while Maggie goes off on her adventures, she loses one of the mittens and she's searching frantically for it. She comes home and asks her mom to help her. And her mom uses this as a teachable moment, as a teaching moment to share with her to help Maggie understand that her wanting to find her lost mitten is just like Jesus going out and looking for the lost sheep, that one sheep that's lost. And so Maggie, as a young girl, can understand how much she loves her mitten because it was made by her grandma and how much she wants to find it. And in that moment, she finally understands, hmm, this is how much Jesus wants to find the lost sheep. This is how much Jesus wants to find those that are far from him and, and bring them back home. And as the simplicity of the story is that we are all like that, right? We all have things that we hold dear. We all have things that we hang on to, past memories, uh, people, things in our lives that we, if we were to ever lose them, we would feel that loss. I also think about, like I mentioned a minute ago, um, a parent losing a child, a child running away or, or getting lost. I think I, I lost my son in Target for like 15 minutes one time and it was awful. All I wanted to do was to find him and bring him back and give him a hug and hold on to him. And so I think about a mom, let's say a mom of five, and she's you know, taking care of her kids and she's uh, got four of them there and, and one comes up missing. She's going to leave those four. I would do it. Hey, you stay here in this house. Here's some snacks. I'm leaving and going to find that one. Does she love the four? Absolutely. But she's going to be really happy and rejoicing when she goes and finds that one. And that's the father's heart. And that's what we, as his children, need to understand how much he loves us. And he loves us so much that he sent his only son so that we could have that relationship, so that we could be restored to him, and so that we could have that experience of being found by the, the one true shepherd. I think 
the most important thing I want to leave with you today is that sometimes it's hard for us to understand how much God loves us, that he wants us to hear his voice, that he wants us to follow him, just like those shepherds back then in Bible times, right? They wanted the shepherds, um, they wanted the sheep to hear their voice and the sheep knew their shepherd's voice. They wanted them to follow them. They wanted to protect them. They They lay down at night. They were the door protecting them against the outside world, against the enemies, against the wolves and, and the coyotes and all of those things. They were the door and they were protecting them from the world. And I believe that we today have lost sight of that. We have forgotten that. And I use the simple illustration of the, the lost mitten to say that all of us have something important in our lives. And if we were to ever lose it, we would be devastated. And that's how God feels about us. And if we were to ever be lost, he would chase us down. He would leave the 99, who he still loves, but he would leave the 99 to chase after the one. And because sometimes what we believe, the misconceptions, the lies, the things, we, we think that God doesn't love us. And, and somehow that affects our relationship with him. And we're not believing that he's a good father. And even as children, right, how important it is for them to understand that concept of how much God loves us. It's important for us as adults to believe that and to be teaching that to our children, to be raising up that next generation to know how much God loves us and that he sent his only son. And that if one of us were to fall away, he would chase us down until we were found again. And there would be so much rejoicing in heaven. His desire is that none will perish and that he will leave the 99 every time to find the one. Do you believe that today? Sometimes we need to go back and think about things like children, simple things, realistic but simple things. We need that today. We need to go back to that foundational truth. We need to put aside the the lies from the enemy and believe how much God loves us. Believe that he would chase us down. Believe that he has a plan and a purpose for our life. Believe that we are chosen. Believe that he wants us to follow him. I just wanted to share that today. God put that on my heart. Believe that he loves you and that he has great things planned for you. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, you know what each person is going through right now. You know each chair they're sitting in. You know the things that they have that are easily found. And you know the things that they have lost, the things that they are struggling with, the things that they are trying to hold on to. And we just pray, Lord, in this moment, that you will open up our hearts and our ears for this message, this simple message of truth, that you love us, 
that you want to be our shepherd, that you want to protect us and keep us safe, and you will rejoice when one of us falls away when we come back home to you. I just thank you for this time. I thank you for each person watching, each person listening, Lord, that they will understand how much you mean to them and how much you have plans for them and where you want them to go today. We love you and praise you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You can find my new book. It's available on Amazon, but if you want to get it with a cute mitten, you can order it from my website, amybauman.com shop. It's available there. Uh, also at a bookstore near you. But thank you so much for being here today and for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.